Welcome to another episode of the Spark Up Podcast, and this is episode 104, and on this episode, we have some special guests. It's been a while since we've had guests, and it's safe to say that this episode makes up for it. We have the APF label with artists D. Gomes, J. Lynx, and their newest artist, Izzy. We were so impressed with the conversation that sparked in the studio, and we know that you will be too. Episode 104, let's start the show. Yo, you already know what it is, your boy Benz, alongside Christina. We are the Spark of Podcast. We got special guests in the house, very special guests. Yes. We have three artists from Providence. Three young artists taking over. Putting on for the city. What are you doing? Seriously, what are y'all doing? (laughs) I I just hear a bunch of complaining on Facebook. I don't don't see nobody making moves. Yo, I'm tired of everybody complaining with nothing to show for. Mm -hmm. For everybody complaining... Pull up your resume. That's a fact. I'm sick of it. That's a fact. So if you ain't got nothing to show, just keep your mouth shut. For sure. That's a fact. I want y'all to introduce yourselves. That way you can introduce yourself properly with your Instagram, how to follow you, and all that. So we'll start over here. Um, I'm a local artist. My name, my artist name is Z. Um, my Instagram is at LittleLightSkin underscore. Um, for APF, I am the merchandise head, so mm-hmm. I do all the merchandise. I design the cover art. I design the cover art for Polo G and D, um, oh. and I'm also working on my own music. Ooh. Not unreleased, but it's coming. <laughs> fire. She's fire, but to sh- shake the world. Thanks. Me, I'm D Gomes, executive in charge of APF, also artist. Been on the scene before about three and a half, four years now. You're speaking kind of humbly over there. Yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Some people, some, a little bit. Some people say I'm too humble, bit. you know what I'm saying? Who, who you, who, we'll, we'll keep that for the interview part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I ain't gonna hit, hit him with too much sauce yet, but you know, just, just with the team, just blessed to be here. And where can the people follow you? Me? Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Instagram, YouTube. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat at D Gomes. You look up D Gomes, they just verified your boy on Snapchat, so so it's real. <laughs> yeah, D D Gomes uh, every on every platform. Yeah, um, I'm an APF member. Uh, my name is Jay Links. I go by Links. Uh, you can find me on Instagram anywhere on social media at Jay Links underscore. But yeah, I've been rapping for at least like eight months now. Shit, yeah, just been working. He's the hottest. Hey, he's the hottest out here for just, real. Just been Yo, working. I, seen him. I truly Shout believe the whole APF I ain't gonna lie. I truly believe he's working, he's hotter than me. I, that's a, that's truly what I believe. I think he's the hottest out here. Right. It's just soon to come. All right, so I Christina, kick it off. So before we get into Secret an interview, weapons. I just want to. I just have one story today for pop culture. Uh, Bad Bunny's Y H L Q M D L G long ass title which stands for Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. It's a Spanish album. Y'all familiar with Bad Bunny, That's right? the one that just yes. dropped, right? Yeah, he yeah. just dropped. Um, he's the highest charting Spanish. Which the album means I do whatever I want, for those that don't know what it yeah. means. Yeah, I, yeah, thank you. I should have said that. Um, he's the highest charting Spanish language album debut ever. 
coming in at number two on the Billboard charts of all genres with 200 million streams. He broke Mana's uh, 2006 record for their number four, and Osuna coming in at 53.2 million streams. So Seven. he's putting on for the Latin scene, and he also just recently made it to the Late Show with James Corden and um, to the Jimmy Fallon show to reveal the cover art and the release date and the meaning of the album. So shout out to Bad Bunny um, putting on for all the Latin artists. I hear a lot of people who don't even speak Spanish um, That's a messing with Bad Bunny. So shout out to Bad Bunny. So my question to the artist is, how do y'all consume music? Me? Personally? That's all I do all day is listen to music. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate the creative process of what the artists go through to create a song because I know what it takes to make a timeless song. So, um, me personally, I like to really appreciate a, a project rather than just skimming through it, listening mm. to, a, to it for a week and moving on. Mm-hmm. I really like to break down a project, break down how they went from Speaking here, the how they went from here to here, how they climax from song one to song seven. I like study all of that and put it into my own craft. So, me personally, like I listen to different music. I listen to different genres every day. Like one day I'll be listening to alternative rock. Next day I'll be listening to R and B trap. Next day I'll be listening to just drill music. Like I listen mm. to all different Lit. types. So I just really appreciate the creative process of it. Like him, what he's saying, like like the versatile, like all that versatile stuff. Like that's me. Like that just runs in my vein. Like if you catch me on a track, you catch me different types of flows, rock. Maybe raging, maybe R and B, some slow stuff. Like I do everything. Um, honestly, music is like literally like just. I feel like I'm meant for this shit. Mm. Word. That's a big statement from a small guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always been a fan of like conscious music. Like my favorite mm. artist mm. is J Cole. So Oof. when it comes to like we're already friends. We're friends. When it comes to like artists, I like hearing like stories. You know, I feel like that's the very important part of like music. Like being Word. able to like transcend like what you got going on in your life, mm. I, like I can appreciate all genres. Like don't get me wrong, like I could bump trap, I can dr- bump drill, all that. But like for me, it's always been like the conscious music. Mm-hmm. That's always been my favorite. That's timeless to me. Do you think if Bad Bunny never br- broke a record or anybody for that matter breaks a record, do you think they still could be validated as an artist? Do you think you need to break records like this to be like an artist that's respected? Mm. Um, I don't think validation is from breaking records i do believe like it's our job as artists to because it's deeper than just making music now like we all know like mm-hmm. it's yeah. half of the like th- that's not even half of the job is making music it's it's marketing and getting out there because when you're making these songs your whole the whole idea is to get people to hear it whether you're, whether you're trying to inspire people you just want you want it to be heard some people yeah. make music and never release it because they want it they make it for a vent a venting mechanism whatever but most of us we want we want our music to be heard by a large masses so it's our job to get it to a bunch of people so we can gain validation from them because in reality they can't validate something they don't know mm. so i do Facts. feel as though that so numbers matter to numbers you. definitely yeah. matter in this day and age like <laughs> in this day and age it matters because if you're looking for if you're searching for validation like some people oh, i don't need val-, but if you're searching for validation from the world if you want to be heard by the world inspire the world the world needs to hear you to be inspired by you True. That's a fact. Like Martin Luther King is not Martin Luther King unless we heard, we found out who he was. Like, if you have to look at it that way, like there's a bunch of great people in the world that was never heard. Mm. That's probably could be just about just as just, powerful as them. And just like us, like 
Providence, we have so much great talent. So much. No, one, no one's heard us. Facts. Facts. But when they do hear us, they're going to be like, oh, why haven't we heard of them? Exactly. Like, Facts. Why haven't someone, like, when when someone, like, special does have our, mm-hmm. they are on us, they're definitely going to catch our attention for sure. How they're old are you? Sure. <laughs> over there. 15 years Turn old. 15 going on 30. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So ahead of the game. So you know, ahead. You know, it's funny because, um, I was I was just at the Griselda mm-hmm. show at the Strand and um I I chopped it up a little bit with um with Westside Gun and um Conway and they both said the same thing like yo Buffalo before before they came out of Buffalo nobody was heard but mm-hmm. they have a lot of talent which mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of here home mm-hmm. you know what I mean so many great talents and people putting in work. But it's not getting out to the masses. A hundred percent. And that's because honestly, I'll be honest. <laughs> my personal opinion, I feel like Rhode Island artists are very ignorant to what's going on. Mm. Like they think they're just gonna put out a song and it's gonna go locally viral and they're gonna yeah. be important. Mm. They're gonna get some Facebook mm. likes and mm. they're gonna feel important yeah. here. It's all about that. And it's, it's crazy because it's, it's like me personally. I already did that. I already got a million streams on songs. I already was banned from the mall because too much fans chasing me down the street. Like, I already went through that phase where it's like, yo, this is that new. Stories. Yeah, it's new and it feels good. But then when you get past that, it's like, all right. There's, more. I'm, there's so much more. I'm going to be doing this for, what, 20 years? I'm a, mm-hmm. you, you can only make so much money here. So, me, I don't have a job. I make all my money legally off music. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, what happens when I get watered down in this, in this community? Place, yeah. Where, how am I going to have to go get a job? If I don't market myself the right way in other places, I got to go get... Bags down south mm-hmm. I gotta go get bags in LA I gotta go get bags everywhere So I think people are still Like I'll be honest I feel like I'm ahead Of everyone here Because They're still in that place Where being popular here Matters mm-hmm. And it's like I was popular here Ever since I started Like my first okay. song did well My first song I ever dropped Did well Why do you think You are so popular Because my Who I am as a person Music mm-hmm. music, Music's not even Half of it I would say honestly And I am talented Music wise Like I, I'm getting better And better with my music But the person I am People can look at me they see me at the show. They see me in schools, and they're like, "Yo, this is a real person. Like, this isn't someone who just got lucky with a song. I want to support this person because he's a good person." Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's really how I built my fan base. I interact with all my fans, stuff like that. So I, I really, because I appreciate them just as much as they appreciate me. How do you feel about when people be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna rep Prov because it's gonna set me back, or people are gonna look at me crazy because nobody really, other than Flawless, mm-hmm. which I think is the other artist that reached a hundred percent." Shout out to Flawless. Flawless is there. Yeah, shout, shout out to Flawless. That's my dog. He's performing shout out, shout out April 9th, right? Yep. April 9th April 9th at, at, the, at, Met the, at the Met in Pawtucket so and we'll be giving out tickets to that so we have yeah, to come this, up with a key word by this, the way this is exclusive so whoever's listening to the episode make sure yeah so we'll put out a keyword in the middle of the interview and whoever DMs uh, we'll say the rules at the end um, so yeah so other than him I feel like it's you, you. and yeah that, that's clearly, the OG you're not rolling alone you got a whole there's like what 10 heads in here yeah this ain't, every, this every, ain't even it this ain't even a whole yeah. squad which is crazy yeah we squad. and everyone here got a job trust everyone's me everyone's talented and no one they, they, one person in this room leashing, got, off, leashing off that energy we're bringing everyone's bringing bringing something to the table mm-hmm. which is dope we got everything we need to be honest we don't even need a label and shout out to Flawless too cause Flawless is doing it the right way he built his team and they are working like mm. shout out yeah, to they him. They work hard. They work. But you rep prob, so do yeah. you feel any type of way when you rep in prob? Like, do you care what people gotta say? No, I don't care because the the love overpowers the hate. Like by mm. far. Like I was just on Twitter yesterday, and some kid was like, "Yo, 
it, it was really bothering a, like this little kid, like little kid from probably the suburbs, and he's just like, "Yo, why do people still listen to D Gomes? It blows my mind." And he like really seemed aggravated, like it was really breaking his heart. Damn, that man. yeah, <laughs> and I I ended up responding, and I was like. No, I don't know. Like I, I really can't. I, I, I want to figure it out. Like, yo, why does it bother you so much? Mm-hmm. And he, he just kept trying to antagonize me to get me to get mad. Mm. And it's like trying to bring you I, out of trolling. character. Yeah, trolling. he tried to. Yeah, and, and it's trolling. And it's like you're not, you're not gonna win this battle because I'm, I'm so, I'm so far past mm-hmm. what you're trying to do right now. You're not gonna win. But the fact that it was really bothering him that I'm being supported, and he's, I think he stated a comment like, "You've been up, and, you've been up and coming since you started," and. I mean, there's, Hearing there's it, some like, people that that been ten years in the game and still yeah, exactly. Like the, the and then right after that, his next tweet was something about the baby. Like it was something like, "Yo, I can't wait until the baby drops again." And as soon as I seen it, I was like, "Yo, this kid's ignorant." Because little mm-hmm. does he know, the before baby the baby was the, the baby, the baby's yeah. baby Jesus, and he been rapping for a long time, yeah. nine years. Shit, niggas think yeah. so. You know, so Just when like Stunnerfall Vegas, I, people think he blew up in like six months. Yeah, it's I like. Mean, I mean, technically, he blew up after the exactly. whole situation out yeah. at the Walmart. Yeah, a hundred percent. But he been grinding, so mm-hmm. it's like when I see kids from here do that, it's really they they're really just ignorant to what's going mm-hmm. on, and they wanna they wanna be really wanna be, they wanna be heard. Like a lot of people wanna be heard, mm-hmm. and the easiest way to be heard is being negative. Like that's the easiest way. Like yeah. I, I got artists that I was cool with that will go diss me because they're not being heard enough, or they feel like I'm I'm surpassing them. You so know what like, it is? They're not doing the work. They're not doing the work, and I, they, they're I, not they're not focused on what's really important. Like they're focused on how can I stay with, how can I stay neck and neck with him when mm-hmm. I shouldn't I shouldn't be competition. You shouldn't be their competition. You should be their like you know it should be a um a camaraderie. I think it's called. Yeah, I should be like when you I work together and that, you try but it's to just like level up. People bigger than you. Yeah, I'm. It's, thank you. That's what. That's like why are you competing with the locals? You gotta You're, be competing with the baby. You gotta 100%, be competing with Megan. Because that's who I am. There's not one person I wake up with from problems like yo. I gotta beat them out today. It's like no, I'm trying to shoot for Drake. Like that's nice. really my mentality nice. every day. Nice. I make. I got a thousand unreleased songs. I work every day a on thousand. Yeah, by far easy. So you Jeez. so you got a catalog ready. So I got songs ready. where I got songs where I literally give the people where it's like I songwrite too. Oh, okay. So you know they'll tell you like I got throwaways. thousands of throwaways of it's like, you know I made this eight months ago. It's actually fire. I just never used it mm-hmm. here, and they make it into a great record. Like I got. You know you know what the issue is, and I I always me and Christina always talk about it that a lot of the artists here that have made one single, two singles, if a, a label came and said, "Yo, you ready?" They're not, not ready. ready. Ask her and ask him what I tell them every day, mm-hmm. and they, they think they're ready sometimes. And I, you I this is my team. I have to tell them got. sometimes, like, yo, mm-hmm. you're not. You you think you're ready? You're not ready yet. Like you need a whole her. Catalog. Like she she don't she don't got no music out yet. We don't plan on putting any music out. We plan on. Mm-hmm. It's just like training camp basketball. You feel me? We hit the gym like before that. you before you step on a court ready to play the Lakers and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You spend hours, days, months in the gym like you. Right. You don't, you don't, you don't just jump into that situation. You're gonna get eight by the lions in the in the beds. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I you gotta be ready. Before he released his first song, he only got two songs out, and he already got, he already labels had a label there with with Alamo Records. He already got labels blowing him up. He already got famous artists like PMB Rock hitting him up. Should be right responded to him. Fine W Melly, yeah, like crazy people. And this is a kid who. He just dropped his first song. And he's only months ago. 13, you, you know, so he only yeah, has yeah, 15. You know, you know, the thing is, if you see him perform, if you see him perform, because I seen him perform for, um, who was it? It was in November, I think. Was it Polo? 
No. Um, At the strand? Young Dolph. No, no, no. It wasn't Young Dolph. Was it Juice World? Jake Rich. Jake Rich. Jake Rich. Jake Rich. Jake Rich. Jake Rich. That, that's yeah. the first time I seen him perform. And I was like, I even wrote like a whole thing on Instagram. And I was like, yo, this, follow this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really. He's gonna it. Go. He's going to go. Look, and he's know. a star. He's a star. I, I, I know a star when I see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I'm like, I, I'm always watching. Mm-hmm. Whether, you know, I comment. I'm watching everybody from Providence. Mm-hmm. You got to stay you know, on your pivot because wha- n- you don't know who's watching you. Exactly. Shit, you you're a basketball player. Shit, you play an AAU game. Mm-hmm. NBA p- players, people in the league mm-hmm. watching you. You never know. Facts. You never know who's watching you. That's why, That's why you always got to stay on your toes. 100%. But yeah, a lot of the artists in our camp right now are in the training and development process. Like I told them, before I really started releasing, 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 I spent days in the studio. I'm talking about when I say days, I'm talking about not going home, not even. I'm talking about showering, throwing on the same clothes. Like my, not even eating my, right. Yeah, not so even eating right. Like, up, it was crazy, you know. So, I was trying to explain that to them, like, yo, but don't focus on getting a fan base, doing all that. That is the last thing you need to worry about. Let's focus on making the music, making the product. Because that, that will come. That will come. And we already got that. That'll so come. We don't even need it. So. We got the base already. already it's like it. I can go on. Like it's like. Dex, like my best friend, they tell you when we go to the schools, they treat him like a star, just like like they treat him the same way they treat me. Like, oh snap, it's APF Dex, and that's all off the you know the work they put in around me, and you know me being the face. It's like okay, I support D, so I'm I'm gonna support whatever's around them. Mm. There's so much. Mm -hmm. That's like Young Money. Yeah, exactly. I I I rock with Wayne, so I'm gonna support whatever's around them. I'm gonna give them the chance. They have the chance. They, they have the opportunity to make me like them or not like them. But I'm a, I'm gonna give them the advantage because they rock with Wayne. The strength of you, yeah. Look at Drake, Nicki. It's like mm-hmm. that's how it rolls out. And when they everyone finds out the talent, it's like oh this is easy. They rock with Wayne and they're talented. Dope. Now you have the biggest artist in the world, Drake. Mm-hmm. So so do you think that artist artist development in the game is missing nowadays? In the game, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. To 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 a high extent, just because. It's so easier to go uh, viral now. Mm. So it's like, I got friends, right? I got friends in LA that they literally s- told me, like a few of them, like, I'll sell my soul to get famous. Like, I don't care what it takes. I need to get rich. And, you know, there's people that, I got friends that go online. They'll do crazy stuff with females online. They go viral. Mm. Like, you know. And I get it. It's just not me. Like, I swear to God, when I was living in LA, I lived in LA. So I lived with... um. Rojas, he produced "Look at Me" for Exentacion. Okay. He, he produced a little pump. Um, he actually got like a big deal and stuff too for his production. But you know, a lot of them guys was telling me, "Yo, D, you gotta do something. You gotta dye your hair purple or just do something odd." And I'm like, "That's not me. If I can't speak through my music, I'm not speaking the right way. Like, I don't need to do all this crazy stuff to be seen. I, that's not my. That's, that's not my that's niche. Not your way. And that's not that's not me knocking down anyone who does do that because." Some people feel like they need to do that to be heard. But I feel like that's more of the focus now where it's like, how can I go viral? Not really, how can I make the best music? Mm-hmm. Like me, I'm all about developing the music because I want to be timeless. Like the timeless artists, you know, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. J. Cole. Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley. But even if we're talking about right now best. in the current, in the current, like you got guys like Boogie, like you got guys with mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys where it's just, you can tell they're really they're gonna focused. Be around for a while. Yeah, they're really focusing on perfecting the music. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's that's more of my, like you know, I feel like I could have bended something to go viral a long time ago. I could have easily did some viral things, but it's just not my, it's not my wave. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So I, let's 
retract and start from the beginning because mm-hmm. y'all are young. So I don't know. There's not much, really much childhood to talk about because you're still growing. Mm-hmm. But how did it start for you? Like, is there music in your family? Where did this come from? From me personally, well, I always been around music. Like me and my cousin, we used to be at my grandmother's house. They used to be playing old school stuff. They would. My aunt used to try to force us to sing. We had like karaoke over there. It was like all old school stuff. So I was, I just loved the music. Mm-hmm. Every day I would just study music. I used to be a really big fan of Kid Cudi, Logic. Um, I used to just listen and used to like when I realized how music could make me feel. Like I used to listen to um, Wake Up. You remember the Wake Up Project from Wiz Khalifa? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and that was a minute. Yeah. So that and then yeah, I think it was 2010. But then you had the Kid Cudi Man on the Moon. So I remember listening to Wake Up some mornings and I'll be happy and I'll be up and I'll be ready to go to school. Then I would listen to Man on the Moon and it would put me in a trance where it's like I was reevaluating my life and I was like, yo, this is crazy. You feeling like Kid Cudi. Yeah, this music was controlling me. Like I literally felt like the music was controlling me. Then when the drill season hit, like Chief Keef and all of that stuff, I remember I remember putting myself in situations I wasn't supposed to be in. And to be honest, Mm -hmm. I was finding myself getting into situations that I really know wasn't me. And I'm like, that energy. Off of the energy. The energy was feeding me. Like I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like it was literally crazy how like the energy of the music I was listening to was feeding me. It made me want to be a certain way. So I made my first song in twenty fifteen playing around, like a play around song. It was called Thought of the Year. Like we made it, me and my boys playing around. Like just fooling. And me, if you know me, like I'm a ladies guy. Like mm-hmm. so the song was about females and it just took off locally. Like, they was loving it here. Like, they was playing it at parties and stuff like that. Clubs. You clubs, know, everything. Clubs and stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, what? This is, I'm, a ba- a I'm, I'm a basketball player. Like, I'm not even supposed to be doing this. Like, what's happening? So then I went to college. What happened was I went to college. What school you go to? I went to... So I went to college. Um, I went to LaSalle Academy from LaSalle Academy, private school. I went to prep school in uh, Connecticut. Then from prep school in Connecticut, I got a full ride to Chestnut Hill. Oh no, I'm I'm sorry. I skipped a step. I got a full ride to uh, Lincoln Trail, mm-hmm. uh, which is the division of Juco in Chicago. Mm-hmm. From there, I got off from Chestnut, but I didn't end up going. This I ended is up off of sports. You off of basketball. Yep. So I ended up dropping out of college to make music. What happened was I went through a breakup, and I made a song about the breakup called "Blame on My Ex." So when I came home on a break, I came home on I think. I forgot what break it was, but I came home, made a song called "Playing with My Ex." I released it. Mm-hmm. It went, it went like low key viral, like it did over like quarter million views. And I was like, "Oh, maybe this is like my destiny. Like maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing." Because after this, I made the song, I was still hurt off of the situation I was going through. So I was like, "I want to talk about it, but I don't want to talk to people about it." Mm. So what happened? So I, I started making songs about it. And my mom was a my mom was a poet. Like my mom writes poetry. Oh, so so you got the. The writing is yeah, different. like you know, all the funerals. I've been to a lot of funerals, so all the funerals I would go to, like it doesn't matter who from the east side, like it don't matter who died from the east side, my mom would be there doing her poetry. Like they would all have my mom do it. So my mom would just be home with me, showing me her poetry, and then that just kind of rubbed off on me. My mm. my favorite cl- class, I hated school, but my favorite class was English, mm. and I loved to write. Same. So it just made sense. I ended up dropping out of school, came home. I got kicked out of my house with my mom. I moved in the studio. What did you do? Why I you dropped out. out? Oh. You know, so it was like you ain't coming yeah, home. To, you ain't coming home to 
to do nothing. Do nothing over here. So she was kind of like, you got to do your own thing. The life I was living was too fast. I was hanging with my boys. I was putting myself in life with death situations. So my mom, you know, she, she didn't really, I wouldn't say boot me out, but she was like, it makes more sense if you get out. I ended up moving in with uh, my old manager, Mike Slick. I'm sure you guys are familiar with him. Slick Mike. I moved into his studio and it was a house. So, you know, it was just crazy because sometimes I'll be, I was staying on the couch, like, dugging it out. We was working every night. One thing I'll give him, he works. We was dugging it out, working every day. But it was tricky because sometimes he had other sessions. Mm. So he would give me his car. I would just drive around aimlessly until the session ended. Dang. And then go back over there. We would work until 4 in the morning. I'll sleep on the couch, wake up. We'd do the same thing over and over and over and over and over. And that was, like, the everyday thing. So I just got I just got used to the grind. And now that it's paying off, it's like, I'm so thankful for those moments because it, it really made me the artist I am today. Mm-hmm. That's and where you collaborated from. with um, Polo G yep. and Lil so, TJ. How did that happen? So it, it started with Lil TJ. Um, He was coming to the city. This is before he was big. He had one song called Resume. I think Brothers might have just dropped. But, you know, usually when artists come, like, usually promoters want to put me on the night to, for me to bring the local crowd. Mm-hmm. Just in case they flop, but on that case it wasn't a flop. Like TJ brought everybody out. Uh, Nino brought him down. Yeah, Shout out to Nino packed. Stacks. Yeah, he brought him out to Ultra. And my boy Nino was like, "Yo, I'm gonna put you on this bill. If you want, you guys can get the song done after that." And I didn't really listen to TJ at the time. I wasn't really familiar with him, so I'm like, "Yo, why would I do a song with this dude? I don't know him." But then I looked him up. He was booming. He was going crazy. Mm-hmm. So when he came, what really sold me was his performance. It was, it was real raw. He was lit, like, he was lit, and after that, I ended up, Nino ended up plugging me in with his manager, and then just like that, we ended up, we ended up at the studio, and we made a hit. I remember right after the song was made, he DM'd me, I forgot the DM, he DM'd me like, yo, no lie, we like, this, this joint's crazy, like, this is gonna go. So as soon as he gave me that confidence, I was like, alright, we got something. We dropped that, it just went crazy, it opened up so many doors for me, like, so many doors. Like, now I can go to New York, and I can go to Nas's, Nas's studio, and they all know who I am, and you know, shout out to Jungle Nas's brother. They offered me a deal at uh, Mass Appeal. Dope. Yeah, it's like. Is that why you were at the Sony office? Was that through Nas? That, that wasn't through them. That, that, was, was, a, that, was, that was that was a, that, that was a whole different situation. Different. Okay. So yeah, I had I had meetings with Sony, Mass Appeal, Warner Brothers, Warner Chapel. Um, who else? There's Sony Orchard. There's the I can go on. You're not taking any deals. What's we'll you staying mm-hmm. independent? Uh, for now, for now, just until the situation best fits me mm-hmm. and my team, because I gotta make the decision that's gonna help everyone. I gotta put myself in position to help everyone. That's my main goal. My main goal isn't to be just an artist. Like I really wanna help shine light on the people around me. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of just holding out. The deals haven't really been what I wanted to be. So. Just keep um, my my goal right now is to keep building leverage. That's why I've really been studying the marketing strategy, like mar- marketing strategies. I've been b- being plugged up with marketers, stuff like that. That's my goal to keep building leverage. You see, it's working up to now, so yeah, you're doing something right. And how about you two? <clears throat> well, so I mean, usually like music's been all part of me through my whole life because my mom, she like she's a like big fan of Aaliyah and stuff, like old music, Tupac and Biggie and all those. So, like, I started off young listening to all that stuff, like, Chris Brown and stuff. That was, like, my favorite rapper back then, favorite, like, 
artist, but um, I used to dance to his music in the living room and you stuff. You could dance? Like, dance? Nah, not like, anymore. Uh, I used to. That's the crazy part. Like, I just want, like, sometimes I'd be thinking, like, how did I forget how to dance? Like, it's just, I don't get it, but, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I used to just vibe out to his music and stuff, and, like, I only, like, I really, I really realized, like, I really had a passion for it when I started, like, like, just listening to headphones, like, laying down, stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, like, it's always been a part of me, and then, like, I dropped a song in 2017, just playing around with my friends called L- L- NLMB Part One. It's just like a little like group, like just we used to call each other like Neverly My Brothers and stuff. But other than that, uh, after that, Trippy Red he began he became my favorite rapper because he's like versatile. He's like probably like he's fire. But like yeah, I started like making more music and then I deleted all my stuff and then I saw him one day going to schools and stuff. We like. Kicked it, vibed out, and then after that, I ended up going to his mixtape release party. We was about to perform, but we didn't. And then the next day, we went to the studio, and she after that, it was it was, it was a wrap. It was over. I couldn't stay it was out just the studio. Natural. After that, I couldn't stay out the studio. It was just passion. before I heard him rap. I didn't even know he rapped at first. I, first day I met him, he, this energy. I was like, oh, this kid's a star. I don't know what he does, mm-hmm. but he's a star. And he came to my release meet and greet, and he was like, yo, I'll rap right now for you. I was like, yo, rap in front of everyone right now. I was like, yo, if you rap right now and kill it, I'll sign you right now. And he was ready. But it didn't end up happening. But the fact that he was so confident, mm-hmm. we ended up keeping him after. Like, yo, stick around. Everyone left. We kept him in the studio with us. And from ever since then, he's been, he been here. How does your mom feel about that? When she oh, sees she's, she's like my biggest supporter. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's, she's my biggest supporter. Me and her have a great relationship. I make sure. She's my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. She trusts him full, with, like, as my guardian and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She, you know. That's what's yeah, up. I mean, it's probably hard, you know, letting a stranger into your kid's life. You know? mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But, but she did, like, end up, like, like, you know. Not my baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but she did end I'm up, bringing like, him, trusting I'm him. Like, stuff. Everywhere. To be everywhere, yeah. New York, everywhere. he's staying in hotels with me in other states and all everywhere. that. Everywhere. Crazy. And she trusts, she she, she really trusts trust me. So yeah. what's up with she school? She knows, she be telling me. Oh, yeah, still in school. I'm going to graduate. Because the one thing about, about like, my family stuff, no one ever graduated, like, like high school. Oh wow! So I, like first. I want to be the first to graduate high school, okay. you know. I'm gonna hold just you to, to just it. to show my mom, just to show my mom I can do it. Just to show my mom I can do it. I just wanna do that, and then Anything I don't know about college because shit. After high school, excuse <laughs> my language, but after high school, I might excuse be, my language. I might, I might be, swore a million times I might already. be took. I might be off the map by then. I like that. But yo, anything you put your mind to, you can do. Oh yeah. So forget sure. about everything else. Just nice. keep focus. And how about you? Um, for me, I kind of always knew from the jump, like since I was little, like music was always, music was my always like my number one thing. Um, I have really strict parents. I have immigrant parents. We're from Cape Verde. Like mm-hmm. I'm 100% Cape Verde. I'm first generation born here. So growing up, I didn't have much exposure to music. You know, I listened to like maybe Michael Jackson and like Alicia Keys was like the limit to my mainstream. Everything else was like music from my culture and like Bob Marley. My dad listened to a lot of reggae. Um, it wasn't until like about middle school that I was really exposed, but I started writing the minute I learned how to write. I have songs going back from second grade. Like I've been writing music since the minute I learned how to write and poetry. I've had poems like published and everything. I've won competitions, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've always kind of just progressed from there. And I, I, I was very creative. My Again, like my parents were very strict, so there wasn't a lot that I could do. So I always found ways to occupy my time. So like, I'm known for my paintings. Like, that's what I'm known for. I gave Polo G a jacket. I gave Lil TJ a jacket. Like, I'm known for my art, and that's how I got into APF. You know, I finessed my way through, like, 
what I have showcased, but my music I've always kept to myself. I've never really shown nobody but like my inner circle of friends. So when my D, I was like, yo, like ma- music's always been my main thing. Like forever, I've been in the studio since I was like in middle school. Like my aunt would like pay for sessions for me to get in. I just never released anything. So I'm just like, in a way, like I'm kind of just waiting for the right time because if I want to do it, I'm gonna do it right because I really do care about it. Like it's it's the one thing that I really have pride for. Like I know, like out of out of Rhode Island, I think I like I might be like. I'm, I'm gonna say it now because like I know it's gonna happen, but I'm gonna be the biggest artist from probably. facts. Oh, she, yeah, she's probably. tough. She tough. Sure. Facts. It's just been, it's just we got some. We got some. And you, soon you too. hanging around sure. with a with a bunch of bosses? Well, not my lady over here, but <laughs> you're hanging around with a bunch of dudes. What do your parents? Because I know your first generation is yeah. something else. When I first started, they really weren't about it at all. They and I it took a sit down conversation. Like, look, like. This is getting more serious for me. Like I'm about like it was right before I met Polo G. I was like, you know, I have to go to this concert. Like, I have to go. Like I wasn't allowed to go to concerts. That was never a thing for me. Um, so I was like, I have to go. Like I have something I gotta give to him. Like this this could like change things for me. Like you know. And from that that just that day, I think I got like a thousand followers on Instagram from like that that, that whole week. Mm. So like it really grew. Like people end up knowing who I was because I I never left my house. Like I was a homebody. Nobody knew who I was but my friends. Like besides people. So who see my art online but besides that like yeah that's where it's hard for them it's hard for them even coming here going to the studio like they don't they don't even know I'm recording music right now you probably still don't even trust like mm-hmm. still still got trust <laughs> no, issues they don't. Like, they're like me coming easy. here was yeah. a big deal like you're going out again you're, you're gonna be out late like what time mm-hmm. are you coming home like it's always like that so they don't even know I'm recording music would you right consider now. yourself a singer or a rapper everything she's versatile okay everything. so you do a little she's bit fine. of both. definitely how she's do you different. feel when you see like girls like Meg the Stallion Nicki Minaj, I'll even throw Kim Kardashian in there when they're showing their asses and getting implants and all that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? And is that, do you see yourself going that route? Like, no. are you trying to be the sex symbol or like, how do you fit into the music? Before I even joined APF, you know, yeah, like I said, J. Cole's my favorite and I always loved Dreamville. You enter Dreamville, no one's trying to change you. No one's trying to make you into something you're not. And with a lot of other labels, like you see these females and they end up walking in and leaving something else. I'm not trying to be like that. There's mm-hmm. no there's no amount of pressure, no amount of nothing, no amount of money that's going to make me change the way that I am and the way that I think. I guess that's just how I was raised. That's just how I, I grew up. Because, you know, I grew up, I was honestly bullied growing up, you know. So I've been through that. I've been through people trying to change me, trying to make me something that I'm not. And me being able to put my foot down and say no, because like, this is what I am and this is what it is. Like you can ask any of them. Like, when it comes to when I want something done, like, I get it done. Like, they know. Thanks. Like, mm-hmm. like I'd I be like, Everybody's I don't, I don't like, let yes. nobody tell me nothing. Like, I've always been someone to put She's my a foot get down. Her. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, no disrespect to none of them. Like, some of them, I still enjoy the music. They're, they're still amazing artists, but mm-hmm. I just don't see myself having to change myself to be something that people want me to be. And so. are you still in school? Yeah, I'm actually in college. I'm in URI. I'm a first year. Hey, oh, Rody, Rody, Rody. Mm-hmm. Um, Who are some of the artists you look up to? Like I said, Cole, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick was a big one for me. Um, as far as females, you know, growing up, it was like Alicia Keys a lot of the time. I really loved Alicia Keys growing up. Um, so you sang, sang? Are, are, there, are there any female artists that you look like can relate to now that are in the game now? Honestly, yeah. Um, Tori's artist, Melly, mm. she also oh, talked yes. about in her interviews. Like, we had, like, That's I, the Dominican chick, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of what she talked about, like, I felt a lot. Like, she was talking about how her parents and her were bumping heads. 
because of like her music. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that she talked about that I related to a lot, and I, I'm excited to see what she's going to become. She's also first generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she is, and like she's she's also up and coming. Like I'm really excited. Yeah. To see. Like she's honestly, as far as female artists, probably like my favorite right now. Like I think she's dope. Like if I could feature with any girl right now, it would be Melly. Dope. So when do you plan on releasing music? I wanted to release my birthday May 18th but I don't know if I'm gonna be ready on time cause I want my visuals to be ready I want a whole like plan I don't wanna just drop one song and not have visuals ready for another song and another song like I wanna be able to have at least four or five songs ready to be able to drop it'll be ready it'll be ready Possibly. How do where do you guys get your game from cause I hear a lot of strat what I'm hearing is just strategy and not a lot of people I feel like people are just throwing Lucy's out because, and just, you know why cause it's like the structure of our camp is very sports oriented mm-hmm. and when y'all basketball player football player you gotta know you gotta Everybody know strategy gotta it's not just we ain't just going out there with our ch- with like chickens with our head cut off and when they seen like I think when like me being the I think me being um you know the face and like a leader of the group mm-hmm. I think when they see me like you would say I'm you can say oh but besides um flawless you can say I'm on top of the music scene out here right now oh, for sure and for sure. When they see me, how I work and how I still devote all my time and energy into figuring out how to be better, it's like, oh, okay, we're not where we need to be. We have a lot more work to do. I think everyone around me takes that in, like, yo, like, I'm not there yet. I got a lot more to do. So we we literally we have weekly objectives. Every week we literally game plan on how we can grow as a team, as a unit. We have meetings. We take notes. Whenever I see a new artist drop, I study how the video went from this point to that point. I'll go to the... I'll go to an artist's Instagram and I'll literally look about, I'll look up, like you know, what was their strategy in dropping their last album six months ago and how did they lay it out from there to here? Are they still dropping videos from that project? Mm-hmm. What was the layover from this video to that video? Is it is there a marketer that marketed that video that I can find? Like, I I literally study this game to a T. So a lot of the, a lot of the information I obtained was because I wanted to obtain it. Like I'm not I'm not settling for just a Lucy going viral <laughs> that's not my mindset when I first heard you I I hear like um a boogie mm-hmm. and I know a boogie recently said that he feels like a lot of people are biting his sound mm-hmm. as far as sound do you think that like I don't want to say that you're biting the sound because it's just I feel like music comes in waves mm-hmm. and right now that's the wave right now and that's what works and you're good at it mm-hmm. so you've been successful but is there another sound that you're looking to like experiment with? Like it, it all depends on where you fell in love with my catalog at. Because if you really listen to my catalog, I got some. I got different way like everything. I, I see some rock influence. Yeah, like if you ever hits. if you ever heard like I, I got I got like I got I got songs that, that I got church, I got gospel songs I got I got alternative rock songs church I made with Lil Tracy that, <laughs> and I would get it because a lot of the female oriented songs kind of have that a boogie wave where you got like the love switching mm-hmm. the love switching was honestly i can tell you this right now that, love, that's going love switch yeah that's going and that that's was going. and that and that uh love switching was inspired by don't uh dtb by a boogie mm. so to be honest that's where i when i heard the song i said how did because i freestyled the whole song and i'm like how did i make this song and then i listened to dtb and i'm like yo i didn't even understand that i literally was inspired by that song when i made it so to me to say my sound is inspired by a boogie yes it's inspired by a lot of people mm-hmm. but it definitely doesn't end there um i'm inspired by speaking on because speaking is one of my favorite rappers and i feel like i get a lot of my you know my sauce from him and he's dead mm-hmm. and he was doing that before a boogie so i think it, like you said it's definitely 
it, it comes in mm-hmm. full circle just like Drake Drake, go, Drake goes to Africa and he takes the boom bop beeps and he makes it into Yo. hits like you know about him being a culture vulture yeah and I don't think it's that I think it, I think he honestly appreciates good music and he finds a way to make it his own mm-hmm. and I think that's what music is all about like yes. if you you can't get mad at an artist for finding something that worked 10 years ago and making it better uh, or yeah true. and you know and, and I, I hear a lot of people say that and it's like, you, like I think Drake is one of the best to ever do it because he literally studied to have someone he that studies can studies the game and... studies the game like that it tells you how much it means to him like mm-hmm. he's already rich it. he's smashing it he's smashing he, it still you feel in, me in my eyes um, Drake is the next Snoop Dogg I think, everybody knows Snoop Dogg but I think bigger wherever you go but I think you bigger think? I definitely think bigger you wanna know nah, why cause it's like mm-hmm. it's like you gotta think about the the, nah. the the wave the waves that Drake's having like on mm-hmm. every type of culture the black people or the white people the Spanish people there's not one culture I really met at Come like everyone loves Drake everyone I can't. we can't say everyone loves Snoop Dogg everyone doesn't even know Snoop Dogg but here we, of course we do but if I, if I was talking about going to other countries and Everybody you go to Cape Verde they know they all know who Drake is mm-hmm. you Everybody. go to hey, Haiti they all know who Drake is you feel me and I really did my reason I, I really realized like yo he studies it he goes out and finds the UK artists out of fire on fire in UK he'll find them before they blow up and like okay he's fire <laughs> let me let me let me see what he's doing I'm gonna do what he's doing I'm gonna do it better and you can say it's, it's it's copying but I think it's honestly respecting the game and it's and it's it's just I don't know I I get that I, I I'm here for the the, arg- the argument but the debate but I, I truly be- believe it's just because he he loves music so much he wants to make the best I'm music. I'm gonna speak it into existence right now, but D Gomes Drake. Yeah, it's gonna 20, happen. 2021. I think about it all the time. I swear. It's gotta I have. I go to sleep and I'll go to sleep and in my dream I'll just have a dream of uh of Drake just posting me on his Instagram with no caption, just me and him in a picture, and then ins- Instagram shutting down, everyone going crazy like what what is this. Like I, I have dreams of that, but I, I, I love Drake and I appreciate Drake's music, man, because he did a lot for the, he did a lot for the culture. Like think about it, you got the PMB Rocks now and you got all, all them people. They Party took, next door, the they, weekend. They took, they took oh, that from Drake. They took that swag. That kind of like lanes. I don't need to go crazy mm-hmm. with the rapping, but I don't need to go crazy with the singing. I'm in between it because I'm not the best singer and I'm not the best rapper, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay safe and in between it. Are you trying to be the best rapper? No. Mm. No, my my goal was never to be the best rapper in the world. My goal was to hit the hit the large mass hit the large mass of people and impact them in the way I can impact them. Tell my story the way I can tell it. Because mm-hmm. I I really don't I really don't know how to say I'm the best rapper when everyone got different stories and everyone got different ways of telling their stories. So as far as yeah, I can say I, I can say I'm not the biggest song in the world, but as far as being the best rapper, it's like no, I just me, I I study frequencies. I wanna, I wanna perfect my frequencies and like and when people hear my music, hear the production behind my music and be like, yo, this is like the best stuff I ever heard. But as far, I wouldn't say my goal was to be the best rapper. Like my favorite rapper, one probably top two ever is Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And he, people don't like that argument, but me personally, I think Kendrick Lamar's a better rapper than Tupac. And that's honestly my that's debatable. I mean, and a lot of people think, oh, you're crazy, and it's like. Do you, are you saying that because of Tupac's legacy, or mm. are you say, do you do you really no. understand what Kendrick Lamar is doing to these songs he's hopping on? He's mm-hmm. literally, it's like the best storyteller. It's crazy. Like now I'm glad I'm glad you brought up Tupac because I wanted to talk about Pop Smoke 
rest in peace pop smoke rest recently peace, pop killed smoke. um and like rappers like nipsey who are still involved rest in the peace. community how do you stay away from things like that because envy is it's crazy been the demise of a lot of people so me personally my problem is i feel like i can go anywhere where i want by myself like you know i got everyone with me i got i got a lot of people that would risk it risk their life for me but i still i'll still go to the casino for example by myself i'll sit in the casino for six hours like i'm not d gomes in like provinces in the smallest place in the world mm. i'll go to the movies by myself like just me and my niece or whatever and then people look at me like yo what is d gomes doing here and it's like like you see me on live just now someone's just on live like yo when Regular you come back human. to providence they, they truly believe i have a mansion in la and i could say this because like, i want people uh, i want people to know like I'm still in grind mode right now. Like I think people get it confused when they see the hype online and they think I got it figured out. Like they think I'm there, mm-hmm. and which is which is cool. But I'm still I'm still Damon Gomes from Providence, Rhode Island. You feel me? And I think a lot of people forget that. But like when I went to L.A., I went to when Nipsey died. I was in L.A. Mm-hmm. I went to I actually went to L.A. like two days later after he died. But I was going to Crenshaw every day. And when I went there, one of Nipsey's OGs bumped into me and my peoples. And my people was recording him while he was talking. And he almost slapped his phone down like, yo, don't record me. You know, I'm a criminal. Don't record me. Da, da, da. And he looked at me. He said, you look like a rapper. I'm like, yeah, I am a rapper. He said, don't ever leave without it on you. And he said, Nipsey, that's Nipsey's fault. He, it was kind of crazy to hear him say that. And this is Nipsey's. He said, he was walking around here like the president. Like, no one could touch him. Mm-hmm. And he told me that. His OG told me. That. He said he was walking around like the president. Like, can't no one touch him because he's Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. He's invincible. I'm invincible. This is my hood. And sometimes that's how I feel when I'm in, in, in my hood. Like, I'm like, yo, I did so much for this hood, they wouldn't let nothing happen to me. And it's like, it'd be someone right there that's seen you do it all, seen you go from head to head mm-hmm. if you don't want to take you out. Because it's like, man, we started together and you're showing the world that someone from here can make it and I'm still at the bottom. So, me personally, I'm like my, like my brothers and stuff, they're the ones that tell me like, yo, you're not going there or you're not doing this. So, like, I be... They'll tell you I be all with I be all with all the shenanigans like oh I'm there let's go, and they be like no <laughs> you must like you must have forgot who you are like we're not going here like if you ain't getting paid and I ain't been that club ever, like I ain't been that club in forever like if I don't if I'm not getting paid I'm not there like the only time you ever see me out yeah because you bring the whole crowd yeah so it's like I I don't go unless I'm getting paid we move the right way and and that's you that need, you need people like that in your team because yeah. you know. There's a lot of people that roll with yes men that you know. Yeah, nah, I got all soldiers good. in my camp. I got all soldiers, mm-hmm. and they really did. And I, I, I kind of didn't want to bring this up. But I kind of do. It kind of like the Juice World situation. Mm-hmm. Like that situation really bothered me because I feel like it you got been avoided. Yeah, and I feel like you got the meal ticket right. So you got the meal ticket. Juice World's the meal ticket around that camp. Mm-hmm. I feel like their energy should be protect this kid at all costs. Like. He's feeding the team. He's helping us eat. He's helping us put. It's like protect the music at all t- costs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we preach. So when we go out, if we're with her, where the guys is like, yo, we're in the club. Ain't no guy just grabbing her up. Or ain't, I don't care if she a guy's flirting with her. She ain't just leaving with this club. It's like we move like that. Like yeah, big brothers. you never know. You never know. So that juice world situation kind of bothered me. I don't know the details, but the fact that he was the one to go out the way he went out with multiple people on, on that plane, it kind of makes me kind of bothers me really because that could be me that could be him that could be anyone in this camp mm-hmm. I feel like it's our job as a team to just like protect you know each protect each other and and um how do you 
how does everybody deal with the dynamic? Because I know for a lot of teams, sometimes, excuse me, people within the team get jealous. It's yeah. Like, why are we giving all the attention to D Gomes? Yeah. D Gomes, Because clearly, you know, to be frank, you are the star of the team. 100%. And you're the one that's on top right now. And eventually, you know, everybody else will come along. 100%. And, and that's, that's where, I can answer that. That's where roles. So understanding your role. A lot of people don't. They just, a lot of people are leeches and they want to, Hang on to some, oh. and yeah, they, they just want to hang on until it's like. So I, I see it like this: like you got fake people, right? Where it's like they seem real as hell for about four or five months, and it's like sooner or later they gotta break out of that shell and be themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like you'll have people that get on the campus and yo, I'll do whatever to, to be on the team. Then four or five months down, it's like they're showing their true colors. Like damn, your goal, your goal wasn't even to really hold it down. Your goal was to. Use us to get leeching just to to lead. So it's like me, like I'm I'm so big on integrity and character. That's why I always talk to my team. I always meet with them. I always link. I feel out their energy and all that because it's like people like that can really. Some people will jump on board just to bring the whole ship down. Mm-hmm. It's like it happens like that. They jump on board to get information to figure out what you're doing to get where you're at, and they, they'll jump right off board. So with my team. I always express like, yo, role, play your role, play your role. I never let no one on the team get too big-headed because I'm not too big-headed. I'm the most humble person in the world. So there's no way you're going to be around me and be big-headed. You're not, like, I want you to feel yourself, but I want you to understand like, yo, a lot of the stuff is happening for you. It's happening, it's happening because of the team putting their work around you. Mm-hmm. So with him specifically, like, you know, he got a lot of opportunities. Like, he got opportunities I don't even have. But he understands like those opportunities are coming from him, of course, God, and the work that people around him is putting in. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like all the merch I'm selling for the company, I can't get that done if she's not doing it. So I don't just walk around like I'm I'm the, I'm the shit. She's my language. I just sold all this merch. It's like nah. You understand that it I takes call more her like person. yo, you're killing it. Like yo, you're killing it. You're 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 elevating us. Like I mm-hmm. told her all the time, you're elevating us as a company. It's not just D Gomes, D Gomes. So. As far as me, it's like I hold everyone accountable the same. Like, he got a job. I don't care if your job is, like, you know, like me said, plugging in the charger. You're going to do that job to the best ability. You know, and I had to be the best plug in the charger. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't play no favorites. Like, you know, that's my best friend. Two of my brothers right here. But there ain't no, when we're, when we're discussing business, it ain't, oh, I'm a, I'm going to ease up on you because you're my boy. Like, nah, you're, you're my business partner right now. You're going to get it right or you're going to get left. I'll find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I let everyone around here know that. Like, yo, Excuse me, but just your like, job is not safe. Like, I was going to say just like like how, like, he's like, excuse my language, but he's like a D-head. Like, they, like usually <laughs> what they say, you, your manager is supposed to be like your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like your biggest criticizer, hater, mm-hmm. you know, because that, that plays an important role. For sure. So and keep each other polished. Between, like, Damon and D Gomes, like Damon's your friend, but D Gomes is your boss. And that's yeah. something he brings up a lot of time too. A lot of time too is like it's like competition, low key between all of us. It's like you are all trying to compete to be at our best ability. Work though, you not know, not working. not yeah. jealousy, not jealousy, yeah. but the work competition ethic. is yeah. work. Like yeah. healthy competition, healthy competition. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, I'll call him. We have departments in our label. Where it's like, all right, for the merch, they two, them two work together. That's APF Rook, APF Izzy. I'll call Izzy. Yo, Rook been working his ass off this week. What did you do? And now it's like, yo, that puts the pressure on her. Like, yo, you could get left because what happens if Rook wants to work with somebody else because you're not doing enough? Mm. Vice versa. Call Izzy. Izzy's like, yo, I've been putting in work all week. Rook been kind of slight. You feel me? I'll call Rook. Like, yo, you could lose your role. Like, if it's too much for you, he gets right back to work. So we kind of 
we we play it that way where it's it's no one, no one can be complacent. Yeah, no, because no to be the best. That's what happens. People get too complacent where it's like complacent. People, people scary. I I I, I I let people know like you ain't finna just wait. Oh, D Gomes is gonna blow up and I'm gonna be on that tour bus. Like no, the only people that's gonna be on that bus is the people that's working. So yes. find a job, figure it out, figure out how you can be used. So so you created the APF label, the, mm, the logo? logo. No, I was I, I that was created before I was even in that created that was created about four months before her. Yeah. All right. Um, Rook, my cousin APF Rook, he actually came up with the name. He came up with applying pressure does, forever. Okay, I was gonna ask that. Yeah, that's, that's what it's abbreviated. Applying pressure forever, and where we get we we got that from, it's like we wanted to implement our athletic abilities and um, like kind of like what we stood on as athletes and bring it into music. And it was kind of like, yo, it don't matter if we was like we played sports, we was up 30, 20. It don't matter how much we was, we was still applying the pressure. Like, yo, we're trying to go up fifty, we're trying to go up a hundred. Mm-hmm. So as far as with music, yeah, we got a buzz, we got a wave. Everyone in Rhode Island knows Still D Gomes. Everyone in Rhode Island knows Izzy, you know, Lings. Everyone knows what's going on. But it's like, yo, we still trying to touch Africa. We still trying to touch mm-hmm. Australia. We still trying to... I just There's did a podcast you. in Europe, you feel me? And for me to do a, a, po- a podcast in Europe... What country in Europe? It was, I was in Denmark. Oh, look. Yep, I was in Denmark. So I did a, uh, I did a podcast out there, and it was like, this, this I'm doing something right. Like, this is what APF stands for. Like, I... Really, just did a podcast in Europe. I got linked in with some big artists out there. It, it was it was dope. Like just, I got I got linked in with my boy Ice Kid. He's he's big out there. Um, and it kind of just made me realize, oh, we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. Like we're trying to apply the pressure. We're not stopping here. Like the bus don't stop. Once we kill it here, we go into the next city. We trying to do it there. Once we do it there, we want everyone thinking like, yo, there's no peak. Like they they keep peaking. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, oh, okay, D hit his, D hit his peak in 2017. D hit his peak in 2019, 2020. It's like, yo, that's where I was at then. This year, I'm only getting better. My music's getting better. My team's getting better and stronger. And that's the goal, to keep and growing. The, the last time you dropped a project was 2018. 2018 hey, on my birthday. Yeah, about almost two years ago. Yep. You have something coming up? I got I got about three projects. Complete <laughs> track list is done. Crazy, like I got a collab project with my brother Seven Nine Eight One Cow, Cavernian artist out of Boston. He's killing it in Boston I right seen, now. I seen that on a Boston Instagram. Uh, I think it's called Boston Music. Or yeah, he's killing. Like he's he's on fire right now. He's on fire. That's my that's my dog right there. I got my own. Uh, I got a whole album done. I got an EP done, and I got thousands of other songs. That it's like, I was supposed to drop a song last year on my birthday, twenty nineteen, December ninth, but I held out because I wanted to do it the right way. So now, that comes um, in place with the strategy stuff. On your Instagram, I seen what looks like you're going into modeling. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it seems like it. You know what I mean? I, I, I want I, to. I deal with a lot of models, so mm-hmm. I kind of like. That's what I want. Pick it, pick it up pretty. <laughs> That's quick. what I want. So I'm all, I mean? I'm all about the athlete? fashion. No, so I'm, you're going into modeling. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm a fashion. He's a, he teaches me how to dress. I'm a fashion. They, they all do. Nah, that's one they thing say that the kids know how to dress. One thing other, yeah, than, other than music, that's what I love. Fashion. I'm a sweatpants guy. I love fashion. <laughs> I, I I wear sweatpants every yeah, day. Yeah, but yeah. I, on my I'll do all that too. But I have a lot of uh. Sometimes you gotta show stuff up. Like um, I have a lot of uh, like local, you know, fashion guys like hit me. I'm like yo, rock my stuff and post it. So I'll link up with a lot of stores and I'll put on their stuff just to post it for Instagram. But I but, seen someone else on the team. Um, is it you? You you're the one that I was talking to on Instagram, right? Yeah. You tag. Yeah. You have some like headshots and you tag um, Keith Powers and you tag yeah. uh, 
GQ. So is that something you want to do? Come to the mic. Black man. <laughs> Honestly, you know. Oh, tell tell everybody who you are first. Uh, this is APF Gotti, uh, B Gotti. How you doing? Uh, honestly, modeling was never a thing, but I like taking pictures, so it's something that it's just like a little hobby, just like with my poetry. It's, uh, it's a hobby, so we'll see what happens with what, what I do. Where, where can they follow you? He's at? a hood that poet. Way. That's the hood poet right there. APF Gotti underscore. My dog. I see you. Put, you perform poetry at um, Daily poetry Notes. Right there. Um, APF what is it Gotti the underscore. Night that they be having. Uh, exhale. Yeah, with, with the plug. Oh, yeah, Maddie. Shout out to my sister Maddie, shout man. Maddie. Yeah, shout out, Maddie. And you had an shout interview out. at um, Hot 106. That's huge. Not yeah. Not a lot of people say that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that right there was a huge accomplishment for me. A huge accomplishment for me. Even though Hot 106 is like, meh. They yeah. kind of behind on the streets. Yeah. They don't know who's yeah. popping. That's what, but that's they what made it. That's what made it. Prop. That's what made it more dope, to be honest. Yeah. Because I know how far behind they was, mm. but for for them to reach out and, you know, be off, open up to do, open up to do that. Shout out to Maddie again. She helped put that together. But um, yeah, that was dope, man. Because I think who who was flawless the only other artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I ever so. maybe. Yeah. I believe, I believe so. I think me and flawless was the only Rhode Island artist ever to be. Interviewed by uh, Hot 106 So that's like To me that's kind of legendary You feel me Especially growing up listening Growing up listening I grew up You know my mom used to Before I even had any idea I was going to be making music I used to get in the car with my mom Before the aux closed Hot 106 Hot 106 So (laughs) The fact that people Snapping me Every other day Like yo Hot 106 is playing your joints It's crazy It's honestly crazy Where was the craziest place Someone Hit you up from And was like Yo they're playing your song here uh, it, it, I'm I'm way past that now. I can't tell you because it's everywhere. Like I can show you my Spotify right now. I got thousands of listeners in China. Like I'll tell you someone. Ch- China be careful with China. I even got someone. Corona. I even got people from. Someone just sent him from uh from the Netherlands. What two days ago? They were trying to pay. Our producers like yo, how how much to pay D to get on my beat? I even oh, got so, shit. Like, I got shit like that. You know he does too. He, like we China, all do. China, Japan, it's crazy. That, Russia. All that so it's turkeys, crazy. I yeah, don't what, I don't even know half the places. <laughs> yeah, I don't, even, <laughs> he ain't lying. I don't even know. I'll show. I can show you right now. Oh God, I don't even know half the places. Yeah, and he only got two songs out. Places B. I don't. The only farthest places I've been to is New York. Now I don't even. I never leave the city unless I'm going like New York. Yeah, Boston. What's? I'm gonna start here. Yeah. What's your craziest experience with with the whole music thing that you you have encountered so far? Um, honestly, like performing in my city. Cause especially when I perform, they all mess with me too. Like it's the the love is real. Like I feel a lot of love when I perform. And you win people over because oh yeah, I mean I they, they see me and they're just like like how can you you can't resist like, all that coming you just you can't resist. <laughs> and then the lyrics, the lyrics, the lyrics just catches their eye. Like damn, he's low key. Yeah. Also like performing like for like three thousand plus, you know that's a big blessing. That's huge. I never, I would never expect to like be doing that. You know, like that's just crazy to me. Like ever since a young and I, I ain't never expected to do none of this stuff at all. He still is young. Hear him ever since he's <laughs> young. How about how about you, D? Me personally, the craziest story. Craziest. Oh man, I, I in a short period of time I didn't did a lot. I'll be honest. I I toot my own horn. But um, craziest. Too many. I couldn't name a few. I don't even know to be honest. Um, just one that that you you was like, I can't believe this shit happened. 
Another one for me is like people driving by playing my songs, noticing mm. stuff like that. Um, That's I would lit. I would say I don't know. I performed in Mexico. That was dope for me. Um, you know what for me brought my uh brought my attention to you was I seen a video you pulled up. I forgot to what school. I don't know if it was a middle school and everybody. I think it was on top of a car. Yeah. And everybody was just like, he comes, he comes. I was like, yo, what the, who is this? Yeah, 100%. I have to meet him. I have to shake his hand. Like, because that's crazy. Because, you know, a lot of people will front and be like, I don't care if I blow Mm. up out here. Mm -hmm. But you do care. 100%. That's the topic I wanted to touch. Because here, everyone, oh, I don't care about my own town. I'll go to LA and blow up. I'll go to Atlanta and blow up. I'll go here. Those people, it's like, they see it's not easy to do it here. They see it's not done a lot so it's like they try to it's really out of fear where they're like yo instead of building a base where I love I'ma just shit on where I'm from act like it doesn't matter and go somewhere else that doesn't work cause everyone thinks it's like yo I'll just leave here and I'll just blow up somewhere else and it's like it's gonna be that much you harder gotta, you gotta that much harder so you know me <laughs> I embrace my hometown like I embrace it that's why the people love me here cause it's like yo he loves where he's from like I, l- I love it here I love the people here I interact with the people I do free Spoke out, spoken events for the kids. You know, I just I interact with my fan base. A lot of people lose fans because they don't know how to interact with their fan base, and That's they they shit on their hometown. Like me, if I'm a fan of you, and I hear you saying F Rhode Island, I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm not listening to that dude anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on the same wave. The trick with me, I embraced my hometown, and that's why they love mm-hmm. me for it. I embraced it. So they're like, yo, you're doing it from where I'm from. I can do it too. That's how everyone feels. And I know you haven't put music out, but do you have any crazy stories since you? Hooked jackets. up with the team. Jackets. To be honest, it'd be my jackets. Yeah, um, that's kind of, it's kind of like the only like thing I've really publicized. To be honest, is like showing people that I've, I've connected with people that are are bigger than us. So 100%. that's probably like the only crazy story I really got so far is meeting Polo G and Lil TJ. Like they was cool. And them rocking with her. More to yeah. come for sure. I have conversations mm. with like Polo's sister sometimes and freestyle with, like Lil Blast. Like they're cool. I, yeah, that's All that that's probably yeah. They message you. Say hard. She said she she said you're one of the toughest she's I ever spit, even heard. That's, that's probably my crazy, yeah. honestly music wise. That's probably my crazy experience was being able to spit for mulatto. She was like she started laughing when I finished. She's like to be honest, you're the first person who spit to me that wasn't trash. She's like mm-hmm. you had flow, you had bars, you had this. Damn. We ended mm-hmm. up having like a whole. Listen, it better be good because you're yeah. hyping it up right now. She's no, crazy. Trust me, she crazy. She crazy. <laughs> no, I really like. I really, I really messed with mulatto after that. We had a like genuine like 15 minute conversation after that. So it was kind of motivating. It was like someone, someone sees it. So mm. my, 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 my biggest accomplishment with the music is probably being able to bring this team together. Oh yeah. And just see how like when I see like the things she's doing for like the other artists like making them jackets and them like looking at the jacket and just be, seeing how happy she makes her and them and seeing how happy his fans get when he performs and seeing how happy he is like that's literally like the reason why we did this because honestly it could have been it could have just been D Gomes mm-hmm. like if I wanted to like I was already I was already hot here like I yeah. could have just <laughs> kept doing the D Gomes things and, and my brothers they would have just kept supporting that but we made it a goal like yo it's not just about me like let's Let's make it about other upcoming artists too. Let's help somebody else out. I was so, gonna ask you, um, have you collabed with any local artists besides Lily Rain? Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody you would like to collab with? Or are you not even looking at that? Yeah. I'm always open, like 
every like I'm always open to hearing music. But as far as right now, like the local scene, no, cause I feel like no one's working hard enough to be in reality. Mm-hmm. So I'm not because I remember when I first started music, right? And I remember telling some friends I was making music. Yeah, I want to make music, and it's kind of just shut me off. Maxing for studio time, no one wants to give me studio time. And I wasn't mad. I respected. I'm like, yo, I respect it. Like, I'm not looking for no handout. Let me go get off my ass and work. So when I worked, I was like, oh, those same people that's not working is like Hand asking up. me for features. Like, and it's like, nah, this this would make sense if we was if we was level headed on a work on a work ethic. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Not even off a of hype because I don't. I don't do things off of hype or buzz, so it's not like I only work with an artist if they got views or buzz. It's like, no, make it make sense. Like, where's your work? Where's your grind at? Where's your unreleased music? Let me hear something. Make Show it make. What do, you, what do you deserve? Show me your resume. We, I'm not giving all no free handouts. You don't deserve to be so it's here. Like, right now, that's where I'm at with the local artists. There is a bunch of local artists that I like their music in the past, but as far as work, I feel like they don't work hard enough. A lot of them, and I feel like they're ignorant to what they should really be doing. I feel like. Other than making a song and hoping it goes viral on Facebook, they don't. They don't even take the time to research how they can go viral, or how they can get more people to listen. That's a big thing to me, like understanding, like what is your reasoning behind the music? Like, are you just making music Hell for some yeah, likes, bro. or like I have friends all the time. Like, I got friends I grew up with my whole life that hit me up, like, "Yo, stop acting shady, give me a feature." And it's yeah, like, now. it's like you can't just you gotta un- people things. Neither. You gotta you. You, you could ask them right there Like I'm talking about people I knew my whole life Like don't like me anymore Cause it's like I won't give them free handouts And it's like Why would I put my own career in jeopardy mm. For you Like mm-hmm. Like It's not about them It's about the music It's about the music yeah, And it's like gotta be good You don't even care about the music yeah. So but you just wanna do a song with me Because you feel like doing a song with me Will make you important mm-hmm. People just wanna be lit Yeah they wanna be and lit They don't not. care They don't care about the even music to, I say it's stressful that, I've like Even in I, Like I'm from East Providence And there's a lot of people in high school, I had once dropped, like, not even dropped, it was like a little video of me, like, rapping with my friends in the background, just for fun, and I was getting hit up, yo, they're talking mad crap about you in this group chat, da 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 they're telling you to take it down, like, everyone's making fun of me, and then all of a sudden, I, I'm graduating now, everyone's making music, and now I'm getting hit up, oh, you're with D. Gomes now, oh, oh mm-hmm. you're with APF The Label mm-hmm. now, oh, oh, when are you getting in the studio, oh, when you drop music, mm-hmm. just the other day, I was in a, I was in a yeah, lunchroom, yeah, exactly, and one of my, someone, so, someone, uh, like, people I'm cool with, we were sitting down, and they, like, see that I'm posting, I'm in the studio, they ask, oh, so, when you drop in music and I don't speak under my friends like oh she's gonna drop this this and this soon and they all start laughing I'm like what's funny like, mm-hmm. I, like yeah, at the yeah. end of the day like you drop not everybody's drop, gonna see else. the vision mm-hmm. that's what that's what keeps me 100%. going that's what keeps me that's what keeps me waking up every day like mm-hmm. I just love that's it fire. it's funny it's I just funny to me. it makes me wait that's what makes me stay on my pivot every day it's it's just people just it, I love that really stuff like, mm-hmm. I came from nothing I love it I love it and this is like that's like kind of the energy I wanted to build around APF because it's like everyone's ready to just apply the pressure. Like, that's the only goal. So it's like, as far as hand, I was just like, nah, like, we are what matters right now. Like, I, I, I tell them all the time, you guys can have friends, but when it comes to us, like, it's when we're together, it's different. Like, we are different. what matters. We are family. a family, you feel me? So You got to think about it like this, and I'm speaking to the whole team, not just mm-hmm. the artists. Like, you need a CEO. You need an A and R. You need definitely. a graphic. De- you need that. So if you could be the best in that role, you're gonna be unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? Like the artist is not the artist alone. That's never been the case. That's, so and you guys already got 
I don't even need to say much. I feel like you guys already got it down. You came on time. Very professional. Very professional. You came on time. I spoke to Gotti, and he was very persistent. You know, he contacted the profile, didn't get an answer, contacted somebody else on the team. He's a dog. He's a savage. Like, when I see shit like that, I'm like, okay, these are the kind of people I need to sit down Mm -hmm. with. Because a lot of artists have come to us like, oh, I have an EP dropping next month. I need your help promoting it. No, that's yeah. not how it works yeah. because mm-hmm. this episode is not going to put y'all on and you guys are not putting it's us on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's exactly. It's the exchange. It's the culture. And you have to look at the bigger picture. Like, you can't just come on here and expect for us to do the work for you. Mm-hmm. No, you're the artist. So mm-hmm. you got to give me something to work with. No. So when he came to me and my... I have goosebumps just thinking about this because it's not a lot of young people who know who are hip to the game. Like... Mm-hmm. Shit's not going to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. Not here, not in L.A., not in New York, not Never, nowhere. nowhere. So you got to work hard for it. So for you guys to have this team right here, for real, take this shit serious. Because just how you see us blowing up here, you could blow up anywhere. Yeah. Like, that's, this that, shit is possible. That's crazy. Like, I don't know if you've seen J. Cole's documentary, but he talks about that, too. He's from one of the smallest cities in um North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Look at who he is right now. You know what I'm saying? Like... This shit is possible. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it because it's a lie. Like, and that's coming out of like people who don't see the vision. Like, yeah, mad people always go, "Oh, you think you're big because you're a part." Mm-hmm. Like, nah. Like, like, I'm still local, mm-hmm. and you know what's what's to come is gonna come because I'm working for it. Yeah, it's it not because I'm looking to blow up yeah. off of D Gomes mm-hmm. or off of Flawless. Mm-hmm. Like, we genuinely support people who work hard, and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people. Get them that misconstrued and not only that. that, but like like you said, like they started along like kind of around the time you started, yeah. but you see them like phasing out. Mm-hmm. They're not working anymore. It's mm-hmm. like those people don't matter. A hundred percent. And they're looking at the small picture. Like it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's where labels come into too. Like if we have this whole team, like like we got everything. What can you do for us besides money? Mm-hmm. Besides exactly. besides blowing us up, we can do that on our own. You know, mm-hmm. we can we can pay a marketer ten bands, blow up easily. Mm-hmm. We already have all this structure built up and all this. Like, what can you do for us? What can you bring to the table that what we don't can, have? That we don't have. Make it make sense. Other side, other Especially than money. Now with social media, like it's you guys got it. I, I don't want to say you guys got it easy. I feel like maybe it's probably harder now because exactly. there's so Definitely. much people on social media. But every, everybody wants to be artists. Everybody yeah. Wants to be artists. Everybody wants to blow up. But it's like how you stand out. Like so. it's easy to make a song. You, easy. You can go, someone who hasn't rapped a day in their life. You can take them to the studio, and make a, a one hit wonder. Perfect example. I had a meeting with RCA. Right. I had a shout out to my boy Drewski. Set it up. I had a meeting with RCA. Drewski, um. Ninety-seven, right? No, no, not 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 that Jew, Jew another Jew. Okay. Oh, not he's Jew. from he's lives in he's from here, but he lives in LA, LA now, right? Yeah. Yep. So he actually had the second meeting. I had a first meeting with them, RCA, um, and uh, I sat down with them, and they was like, "Yeah, you know, we're looking at your your numbers and your stuff's fire." Like I played on my release, like, "Yo, this is fire. We're gonna bring this to the president." And they said now with RCA they need seven A and R's to confirm an artist. Like before, you know, all you need mm. is all you need is one one A and R's word. Like you could be an A and R and say, "Yo, I want to sign D Gomes," and I could be signing him out for a million dollars. But nowadays, with they said with RCA, they need seven A and R's to co-sign an artist. Jeez. So the first one could say hot, second one could say hot, third one say hot, all the way to the seventh one. Seven ones say you're trash. Go on. They're not signing you. Mm. That's how they said it works now. So, 
when I sat down with Drew, I went to LA and I'm like, yo, I had to meet with him. I didn't get a call back yet. He's like, yo, what differentiated RCA from the other labels before was they went straight off talent. It didn't matter. You could have had 10 views. They would have signed you if they liked you. Like, you look at their artists. They didn't have the most mainstream artists. It was like Bryson, Goldlink. Um, they had a bunch of artists, but a lot, there wasn't, they wasn't. They, they go based off creativity. Crea- yeah. They was going more into creative. Like, yo, we love this aesthetic of these artists. We're going to rock with them off of their music. Now they they're in they're in competition with the Columbia's where you see mm-hmm. the pop smokes and little TJs they going viral like every day someone from New York is going viral. Mm-hmm. So they they're looking at those guys. Columbia signing all them young lit kids. Columbia Records, you know. So when that you know Col- Columbia and RCA they're all on the Sony. So when they're in those buildings and they see pop out pop out at your party, I'm with the gang, go billboards and they see TJ go billboards and they see pop smoke then they see Fabio Foreign and they see, they see they're like, oh, we need to catch up. Let's not play the talent game no more. Let's just let's just sign whoever got the most views. Mm-hmm. And that's where the game's kind of going. They all in competition. It's going in that direction now. So now our job is as popularity league. over quality. They all, our job they now all is okay. Let's study the game before we just go get lit and sign our label. Let's see mm-hmm. if we can do all that that they're looking for without being signed to them. Wow. You get it. So that's kind of where we are, like. Basically so now did it. we're studying. We're studying those artists, like okay. Now how they gotta come with the right numbers. Yeah, yeah because it's like once I already sat in those offices and I know what they want. I sat down. They told me what they want, like from me and didn't like from me. Like I literally, you know, I I already took game. I took game from all of them. So it's like I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm. It to yeah, like I'm ahead. I'm 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 so ahead now because it's like y'all can't trick me off my pivot because I know what y'all are looking for. I know what y'all want, and I was okay. Y'all want that? I'm gonna do that ten times better. Mm. So that's so. Do you think it's important to get signed anymore? Like, if you can do it by yourself, why, why sign? It's it's important because it's a stepping stone. It's accomplishment. Mm. I would say every accomplishment is important. Mm. But as far as it, is it a need in every single situation? No, everyone's situation is different. Mm -hmm. I might not need a label today, and I might need a label next month. Like we don't know, depending on how my situation is. But I do feel. With the right team behind you, you could be very successful independently. Facts. You know? That's a fact. But, you know, you got people like 21 Savage and them, when they they grind independent, then you get to a certain level, and it's like, all right, I'm, I'm successful, but in order for me to get past this and get extra, mm. it's like, all right, now, now it might be time, push. now it might be time to sign to a label. Mm-hmm. But it's all about your perspective on what success is, because everyone's idea of success is different. Mm-hmm. Like, my my idea of success might be making a million dollars, and and, you know... Or I might make a million dollars and be like, okay, in order to be successful from here, I need to sign to a label. So it's, it's do all, Grammys matter? Because I know there's a lot of talks with the artists. Like it's an accomplishment. Boycotting it, it matters. And, it's like when you're in school. It's like, does do honor rolls really? Does, does honor roll really matter? Hmm. It does to an extent because it's an accomplishment. But the other people, it's like I'm just trying to pass, pass class. Hmm. So it's honestly all perspective. To me, I do want a Grammy. I do. I definitely do want a Grammy, but it's not something. It's honestly, it's, it's not something like. I feel like I need. Mm-hmm. I just wanna. I wanna be heard, and I wanna. I wanna impact people again. Yeah, yeah, cause Grammys, people could say what they want, but if you win a Grammy, your album sales go up. Yeah, your merch sales go, sale go up. Goes, Everything goes up. Yeah, through the roof. I, w- I would love to. I would love to win a Grammy. Now, um, before we get into pass me the aux, I want to go around the table and just give some type of advice to the listeners that may be trying to come up in the same or whatever it is. You know, things that you could tell them, like, that 
that you could give them advice on? Ask that again. I'm sorry. sorry. Any advice that you would like to give anybody trying to come up, basically? Honestly, just don't let nobody tell you what you are, like what what to do. Cause like me, like myself, like I like like for me, like I like picture myself as like a rock star. Like a rock star is basically someone like you do whatever you want. You don't care what anybody says. Like that's 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 me. That's the definition of me. Like you can ask anyone around me. I do like whatever I want. Like. I dress however I want. I don't care what anybody says. I'm still going to go up on that stage, rock it. I'm still going to go in the booth, make another hit. I'm still going to be the same person I am day in and day out. That's how I am. But honestly, just stay on that road to success. Just don't let anyone guard you, lead you off. Because if someone's doing that, then they're not in the right state of mind. Or they might not be doing what they're supposed to be doing. But you are. So you're doing something right if someone's hating on you. You just gotta keep just keep grinding. Everyone has haters. Me, I would just say, um, take the time to really understand yourself and understand what you want. Your your why, like find, figuring out your why, is like a really really big thing. Cause I came across a lot of people that work hard at something, like work their ass off, then they just stop. Like they be they're a painter today, working their ass off for a week, and then the next week is like. I don't want to be a painter no more. I'm a DJ now. Then they DJ their ass off for a week. I don't want to be a DJ anymore. I'm going to sell drugs. Then they end up in jail. And it's like, you really, you really look at it. It's like, if they, if you really figure out your why and why you're doing something, then it makes it a lot easier to wake up every day and get to it, even when you don't want to get to it. Because we all have days where it's like, yo, this is kind of a force. Like, I don't want to hit the gym. I don't want to hit the booth. I don't feel good. I could be going out with this girl. But when you got that wow, it's like the reason why I'm doing this is because my mom needs to pay rent. Mm -hmm. And the only way she's going to be able to pay rent every month is by me going out and working. Then it's like, all right, I got temptations, but I ain't going to do it. Or I want to smoke. But if I smoke this blunt right now, it's going to slow me up. And then I'm Mm -hmm. not going to be able to do what I... It's like, if you have the right why, it's like pushing forward so much easier. A lot of people don't have a why. It's just like I'm doing it just because... Honestly, I think the biggest thing is who you are as a person. If you want to get anywhere, you have to know who you... Because this industry will eat you alive. It will it will tear you down. I think we had a car conversation about this not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Talking about, um, like, you got to decide who you want to be or else everybody else is going to decide for you. And that mm-hmm. goes going back to, like, talking about, like, other female rappers and how they become something that they weren't before. Like, I think that's the most important thing is knowing what you value, knowing what's important to you. Because if you don't know what's important to you, people are gonna decide what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Like, look at look at Lil Peep. I just watched that Lil Peep um, documentary. Yeah, Sam. I just rest in peace, Lil Peep. I just watched it last night after you told me about it. It's sad. Who you were around and the pressures that are gonna fa- that you're gonna face if you want something this big to this level. It's like if you don't know who you are and what you want, it's gonna destroy you. There's, there's no avoiding that. So I think that's the most important thing as far as anything you get into. If if you want something, you have to know who the hell you are before you yep. go after it. Mm. And even in the, the speaking of the little peep documentary, uh, they were like the people were like his friends were saying like like these all these people were like in his team were depending on him. Like you can't depend on one person because once that one person flops or you know passes, um, like unfortunately, like what happened, they all you know they all. You gotta go back to reality. Yeah, they all just exactly. They all they can't handle it. Like they was literally depending on him, and he wasn't even happy with it. Like you, it shows in the like the Netflix and all that stuff. Like it, 
it literally says Netflix. it. Yeah, yeah. I, watch, I need to watch that. It's really good, yeah. Yeah, it's great. But um, yeah, like they like they said that like, you can't just depend on one person. Like this is a team right here. This ain't just D Gomes. Like he flops me, I flops her. She flops. It's all the everyone else is still on the team. You know, we don't mm. just depend on one person. Cause if that one person messes up, then what are you guys gonna do? Nothing. You gotta step up to the plate. And I seen that show you just had at URI. That was your own show, right? Mm-hmm. You're on tour. That was your show. You didn't open up the one at URI recently. No, that was me and TJ. I had my own show. My my first own show I did was at the Dusk, and Maddie put together. It actually was a solo event. That was like yeah, it was lit. That was crazy. I think that was one of my first. That's where I met. That's episode. where you know Gabby, that's right? That's too small for you. It's small. It's, it's definitely too small. That's just really intimate. But as far as I, I don't think none of these big venues will, will let me have my own event just because money reason is like a lot of them be. I'll be honest, they be stingy. Like they be mm-hmm. stingy with giving up money. I mean, so, but niggas is broke too. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is easy. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm easy. Myself, it's anyway. easy to sell yeah. out. It's easy to sell out a show. Like easy, but just like. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna it's be easy. dope though when one of these like big venues like the URI like my goal is to sell out the Dunkin' Donuts Center in a year too. That's my goal. When I do that, it's like I bet now we not now I'm gonna get out of this humble bag and I'm gonna start talking my shit. You know? <laughs> that was the first time you performed with a band. First yes. Yeah, shout out to them. Also, shout, shout out to them. I'm all I'm all about like elevating. So I could have went to that show, rocked it normally and left. But I was like, yo, I need to Give these fans something they didn't see yet. So was there any local? And it was crazy. Um, brought the water guns. No, out. They, they was from uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. It was crazy oh, okay. stuff. So they was like, they was, it was a kid actually. My cousin APF Rook followed him. He played my song online on the drums. Me and Polo G's song. He was dope. So Rook ended up reaching out to him, letting him know he's dope, dope and stuff. Dope. He was like, Yo, I would love to play for D. And mm. we tried it. It was like we we were really debating like, Nah, we're not gonna do it. It's too late, last minute. They came here two, three days earlier. I let them. I let them stay at my house. I gave them a place to stay. Just and being, just being. We, rock, we rocked it. We rocked it out. They look dope. I seen it. They killed it. Yeah. Catch him at more. And my, sure. and my big bro, Just. Shout out to Just too. He's from Rhode Island. He he was major. He played the, he played the keys on the piano. Oh yeah, that was fire too. Okay. So yeah, what's they, next? What's coming up next? What's next right now for the team? <sighs> a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> we kind of. We kind of just got everything in formation for the summer, so we kind of know like our direction going towards the summer. Mm-hmm. As far as me dropping and him dropping and her getting ready to drop, it's like um, <coughs> it's a lot of new singles. I'm, I'm holding we're holding off on projects right now because we feel like this shouldn't be the focus right now. We're just focused on really getting one of these singles to pop. Once one of the singles pop, we'll, we'll follow up with projects. But everyone everyone in the camp will have projects ready for the summer. Okay. Whether they're dropping or not is like a mystery. But are you are you performing PVD Fest? I had a bad experience at PVD Fest. Well, like, what happened? Two years ago, I'm not sure if you heard about it, but my sh- my show at the PVD it got shot up. Oh, was that when yeah. um and uh my somebody friend, ended up on the wheelchair paralyzed? Yeah, my yeah, my yeah, good yeah. friend got paralyzed for he was sh- he was he was there to record me and another artist there and someone came. Shot, shot up my um show. Yeah, condolences to him. Condolences to him. Yeah. Sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah. So it was a really bad experience just for the kids because you got twelve year old kids, thirteen year old kids that's out there you to got see me. A lot me. of young fans. And I went through it like for a week straight. I was getting like, I was getting like hate, hate messages like, D D almost got my kid shot. It's mm. D's fault. 
and that was like all over Instagram. But I didn't have nothing. They to do probably with won't it. let you perform, huh? I'm not sure. Or for have they? for about for about a while after that, like they like the gang unit wouldn't let me perform, even though I had nothing to do with it. But it was more so if my name was involved because but your name, your music is not even like exactly. It's, it's not, not negative. It's not. It's more so just where I'm from and who I know, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't bother no one. I'm the nicest person in the world. But it's more so of okay, he's from here. If he has a show, these people from his neighborhood might be there, mm-hmm. so other people might be coming to retaliate against mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just ties me into something I really. I have no pause. Can't always run from where I forgot from. to ask one question. How did you get the video in the state house? Because mm. I'm a boss, man. <laughs> that's, that was crazy. Yo, when I seen it, I was like, yo. That, that one, when I saw fire. that, when I saw that, I was like, yeah. The, that yeah, was you're doing crazy. something I was right. I like, what? How the, what I, the? I don't think that never been done, right? No. I don't think oh, okay. so. That's crazy. But you know, you friends with Alorza? Huh? Look at him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of friends, man. I got a lot of good people in my life. I got a lot of good people, man. Um, actually, uh, one of my one of my little bros' uh, people's worked in their state house, and um, they support me heavy. They kind of just set it up for me. That was dope. That was it. Dope. Was crazy. I, was I, I didn't think that was, was gonna go down. I was like amazed. That. Was I was like, yo, that is wild. Yeah, next level. It's next 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 level. Uh, now, um, I I challenge all the artists here to get into that bag and really. I'm waiting to see a video where it's like, okay, this video got me shook. Like, okay, I need to step it up. Mm. A lot of these artists are just waking up shooting a video. In front Who of shot me. that video? Alex. Shout out to my brother Alex, man. Sandoval? Sandoval? Yeah, Alex killed that video. Shout out to uh, Gabby, too. Gabby. She came up here and she spoke very well of you. Gabby's my dog. I, I met Gabby at my my own show when I I had my own show. Gabby was in front row just recording. I'm like, who is this little girl with this camera? <laughs> She's a she, beast. I didn't think she knew what she was doing. Then the next day, it wasn't even 12 hours, she sent me a recap video. And I was like, that was fast. I was like, who is this girl? She was like, yo, I would love to work. From there, I put her on board. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just, we was working heavy. I brought Gabby with me to um, LA. We shot in LA. Yeah. I plugged, I got Gabby in with some people. They flew Gabby out to Bali. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, she be traveling now. Yeah, now you know she, you know. She, I, I sent Gabby out there to uh, Miami. She was working with the, the Marley's out here. Johan Marley, which is Bob Marley's grandson. Shout out to her film that's in, that's in she's, she's, theater. She, and, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. her goal was the never to do the music Robbins. thing. Like, I kind of just, I kind of dragged her into Sweeter. the music thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had one friend that was making music called uh, Claudius, I believe his name is. But she was, her goal was just to not do music. But we, we built a friendship where she was just doing it for me. She's ver- she's doing all kind of weddings. She's like, killing it. She's let me let me, let me drop some info here. There's gonna be a showing at Brown for women in Providence, April first. Sir, women of Providence. You said women in. Oh my bad. Gotta get women it right. Gotta get it right. It's Gabby. I apologize, but yeah, we we um. She's a legend. I, I got her uh, showing at um Brown. It'll be happening on and then um April first. So check out for details, you know, pull up and come support. Um, Anything before we go into Pass Me Dogs? I think we got it covered. You guys have anything you want to say with your chest? No, that's it. No, Pass Me Dogs. Dogs. All right, so we're going to get into Pass Me Dogs is where you showcase a song that you're messing with, that you're feeling, and you want people to hear it. Um, So I'm going to pass the Dogs to, I'm going to go with Christina today. Mm. All right, uh, I see you got Jada's yeah, album right. pulled up. Oh, fire! You picking something? Okay, I'll, I'm gonna pick up I something. Hope you don't I didn't tune in to Jada's new album yet, man. It's fire. I shed a tear when that album ended. 
I'm gonna choose um the very first track, Pearly Gates, because mm, he talks fire. about working part time and doing dumb shit and moving smart. So that's the that's the wave I've been on. So I'm going with Pearly Gates by Jadakus. Who you passing all this to? Um, I'll pass it to Links. Ah dang, I got so much. Anybody? 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 Whatever you want. Um, I have to say. Honestly, uh, I gotta think about. Nah, how about I let them go okay. and I come so back. Throw <laughs> the gotta, to somebody. Yeah, Pick somebody. Throw it to Izzy. Um, I don't know. Janae's album was really good. Honestly, BS featuring her. Mm. I love her. So mm. hearing her spit mm, 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 on that track, I, that's my favorite song. At the have, have you that seen track her fire. live? No, I have not. We she seen her at Roots incredible. Picnic last year. She's amazing. Fire, fire. Her is dope. So you passing all pass Can I do three? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> always comes in and always. tries to do the most. Can I do three? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I can do three? Yeah, yeah. Little Uzi. All right, so. Uzi. All right, so I got I got to give the goat little Uzi. Yo, fire. Right, little Uzi. Fire. But I'm going to do three other than him. All right, this is my three. All right, go. Babyface. Babyface right from Detroit. Oh, he's fire. He's playing every day Tough. in my crib every single day. Now I look him up. Yeah, he's fire. He's underground. Where's he from? He's not for everybody. He's, oh, like, he's not a mainstream artist, but he just speaks to me specifically. Um, Failings by Little Herb on his new project. Mm-hmm. I think Herb really, really solidified himself to be back with yeah, his with new this album. Project. Yep, and then other than him, my last one is Mozzie. I feel like mm-hmm. Mozzie is so slept on on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Mozzie's one of my favorite artists. What, what song? I'll Never Tell Him Shit. That's mm. off the... It's a single, distance, I believe. Distance Cousins or Blood Cousins or something like is that? Is it on there or is it? I thought it was wait, just a wait, single. Wait, Sue Surf? No, it's just him. Mm. But I like old Mozzie stuff, but I never tell him shit from Mozzie. Nice. Yeah, I must wear yeah. Are you going to pass it back? Right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give him... Um, I'm, I'm going to do three also. All right, so first one, it's like a local artist, mm-hmm. uh, CTB Ace. He's like he's he's like I like his he's flowy like his lyrical I like him he's like different like I could tell he's different. Another local artist, uh, Josh Pravo, you know he's he's nice from the he's Providence. He, they're all up and coming rappers. Uh, my last my last one I have to give it to PF Kyrie. He's from Pawtucket. He's also like hardworking. They're all like hardworking up and coming rappers from local Dope. local I artists. Look in. I gotta tap in. Um, I mean. You always got to show the local artists some Facts. love, you know. They don't, they don't get that a lot, especially sure on podcasts and stuff. So I was going to go with Uzi Vert at first with um Homecoming. But I'm uh, What number is that? I think it's it's one of the earlier tracks on Yeah, on the album. first half of the album is crazy. It, I feel it was a little too long, but <laughs> You know, that's for another day. But I'm going to go with um, Government Cheese, um, mm. Jadakiss, Dej Love, Nino Man, and our guy Millie's that we've been talking about Millie's, for man. a while. Yo. That's my dog. Yo. That's my boy. Short story. So John Hope had, um, I think it was called the $2 Flow at FET. That this was, was like three, four years ago. 2016 yeah 2016 that's when we first and Millie's opened up. I'm talking $2 tickets mm-hmm. and Millie's opened up for him. He got a song with wow. Jada now. Yeah, Millie's killing it. That track is fire. Millie's, mm-hmm. Millie's is killing right it. Right from Dorchester. 
So shout out to Millie's. I mean, shout out to you guys for coming out. Appreciate you. I appreciate Mr. Gotti being professional, persistent, made it happen. Everybody pulled up. It's like 10, 12 people. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah, ain't, it, ain't even a whole Yo, squad. Let me let me get some flowers, flowers because y'all came in professional. There's a lot of people in here and y'all kept it quiet. Y'all respected the interview. Y'all, y'all really I put, don't smell the put, loud Exactly Like y'all, y'all really respected what? You know what I mean The interview See now I feel terrible and, Now I feel like I just stereotype Yo on some real there, Wow people that will come here late You know People that You know After they leave It's done Like you know what I mean yeah. And I want everybody that's listening Every artist that's listening When you come here We want you to share your interview Because of the fact that If you're not sharing your work Why are you coming on like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, so we want people to hear this, and we also want the people to know who everybody is on the team. So you got yes. APF okay. Cass. He's he's does everything. He does our he's the head of our social media. The man he does our designing with like a lot of our clothing designing too. He has his own brand too. Castle. Um, what's, what's the name of the fire. brand? Castle. Castle. Word. Castle merchandise. Tag, tag me. I want to check it out because I'm I'm making a thing where I'm buying only local brands. Okay. I'm gonna stop supporting hey, everybody tough. up top. It's like tough. You know, it's tough. Tough. Send send me your link. Yep. Uh, we got um, APF Gotti. Mm-hmm. He does. Have, he's Mister Everything. He drives everyone where we need to go. He sets up all of our uh, events. He, he he's our court. He's our event coordinator. He's basically um, the manager. Yeah, he manages a lot of situations for the artists. You got Dex as CEO. You got it's my family. What's my cousin Will? Um, he plays basketball overseas right now. Okay. Professional basketball player. CEO CJ. Artist. This is Jamelly right here. She's not part of the camp, but she's everyone in has close friend, and she does all our hair. She's she's an affiliate. She's an affiliate. She does she that's, does our hair. That's part of the team, though. I'm Listen, I'm ready. Yeah. I need to. My shit's getting Jim so, Jones out. And then we got one more. Oh, we got uh, my cousin right here. APF. He's the founder of APF, APF of the name APF. Mm-hmm. He created it. He's there, like with me, right or wrong, just helping me put things together. Always Great, on my back. Been this Great designer. Time. Yeah, Great I, designer. He's, Great the kid, designer. he's the guy where you know I, I I be having to tell people like yo. You don't know to do that. He be on it. I don't got to tell him nothing. Like mm-hmm. he knows. He be on we everything. In, His ideas are crazy. More like for example, fans want a picture. There's no me turning around looking for him. He's like, my phone's out. I'm ready. Like His ideas you know, are no, crazy. Need somebody like there's that. no pride. There's no. There's no. Oh, I don't want to be that guy. He's mm-hmm. he's the one where it's just like. But that's an important job. That's yeah, content. Like, whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do. I don't care about looking cool. Like whatever you need me to do, I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. And that's why you know. That's why we are who we are. That's why we're. We 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 gonna be Gucci. We gonna get to where you think we're gonna get. I could tell. There's a lot of big talk in this room. And before we get out of here, I just want to say something. To I just want to like send an aspiring message to all the local artists again. Stay on track. You know, do your thing. Don't let nobody knock you off your hustle because you can do anything in this world. Me, I came from nothing. Low life, poor family. You know, moving from house to house. Section eight. But, you know, we, nobody's perfect. You can do whatever you imagine of, dream of. Because if I could do it, shit, where we're from, I don't even know, bro. It's just a lot of, we ain't had no pot to piss, no nothing. Facts. Small estate, so it's like, you can do anything. If you see us doing it, you can do anything. That's a fact. Anything you put your mind to. Don't let follow, nobody knock you. Follow APF The Label on Instagram. Just tune in everything we got going on. A lot of 
uh, APF yep, on Twitter. Um, upcoming event coming soon with on the APF event. We got, we we also looking to expand and, and create an AAU team. There's a lot of things in the mist right now, so just tune in to APF the label, and we out. We checking will, will out. Will be there any any basketball for you soon? Man, everyone keeps asking me that. <laughs> I, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I don't do a lot of things if it ain't for money. And he's a bet. Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm a, I'll be honest. My downfall. I'm a gambler, but whatever you, know, you whenever wanna, these rappers they want to play for some money, yeah, let me know. Hey, I'm telling you, whatever you, hey, whatever Quavo, you put your money Quavo, on. Quavo, Quavo, <laughs> we got a challenge over here. Whatever you, whatever you put your bread to, he, he's up for it. I'm yeah, telling you. That's that's pretty <laughs> much. Even I golf, y'all so for having us. And thank you for coming. Y'all can out. y'all can find me on Instagram at jlinks underscore. No. Out. Yeah, I got. I'm starting something. I actually put in a few orders. So with, within a couple months, like within this month, I should be dropping like my clothes for the first time. So tune in to her Instagram or tune in to APF. Drop the Yep. I will be dropping a music video soon. Don't know when. Can't give the dates out, but it's coming. Okay. You know, it's in the works. Just working, stay tuned. Working. Just stay get it. Just stay tuned in. All right, bands. Right. So you already know what it is. Hold on, before. I want all of y'all to say your your ads again, just so yep. everybody mm-hmm. can follow you. Okay. Say who you are. You know that way we can close out. I'll do it. Um, Z. Um, my Instagram is at little light skin underscore. Uh, I also have a customs page where I post my artwork. It's at zy underscore customs. D Gomes again. You can find me on Instagram at serious Gomes, or you can find me on Snapchat at D Gomes, Twitter at serious Gomes. I'm Jay Links, aka Links. You can find me on Instagram at jlinks underscore j a e l y n x underscore. Okay. Anywhere. And make sure you you follow APF. Mm-hmm. The label. APF the label. And everybody on. around the team. So make sure you follow. You'll find them right on APF. Yeah, right on. You already know what it is, your boy Bands, alongside Christina. We are the Spark. Wait, 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 wait. Did you do any <laughs> announcements? Do you have any announcements? Um, for those of you asking if there will be another function, yes, there is. Um, I'm not dropping the dates yet. Still working on some things. I am looking for sponsorships and vendors and artists. Um, I'm taking I'm taking um, emails right now, and I'm gonna handpick them. So you gotta come correct. None of that. Mm-hmm. I dropped the EP five million years ago, and I got this one Lucy. It needs to be a serious artist. Because last time it was a great turnout, and you don't know who's going to become a fan. You don't know who's going to pull up. So, email. You don't know who's going to be in the building. You you really don't. Miss R.I. was in the building. Boo Boo was in the building. So, you never know. So, email at the function, um, the function 401 at gmail.com, or you can slide in the DMs, the function 401. If you're not at the function. And look forward to that. Where are you? I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I've, I've done enough. I've done enough. Let the people talk for you. The people who went to the first one will tell you it was lit. So, I'm looking forward to just making the second one that much better. So you already know what it is. Your boy Bands alongside Christina. We are the Spark Up Podcast. Thanks for our guests. Thanks y'all for listening, and keep tuning in. Episode 104. Yep, episode 104 in the bag. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. And check us out on Everything Spark Up.